Bet Rivers Casino app has so many slots, your head will spin. There's the classics like 88 Fortunes and Jinji Baoshi, and new favorites like Dancing Drum Explosion and Hurricane Horse Coin Combo. Plus, right now, when you make a first time deposit of $50 using code CASINO, you'll get $200 in free play. That's $200. Download the Bet Rivers Casino app today. It's a whole new game. Must be 21 plus. Available in Pennsylvania only. Void were prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Presented by Rivers Casino, Philadelphia. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. We've always been here Every single year From ancient gays right up to today See, history is queer Some think it's a new way But we've got something to say History is very, 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 very Hey y'all, Lee here. We are hard at work putting together the next regular episode for you, but in the meantime, we've got a fun special treat for everyone. Last year, I got the opportunity to work as a researcher for the new Universal Pictures film Bros by Billy Eichner and Nick Stoller. It is out in theaters now. It came out Friday, September 30th, and it is really, really wonderful. It's very funny. It has little bits of queer history uh, melange all around it, and I'm really proud of it, and I really hope that you all get an opportunity to go see it, go support the film, go support queer media that is being shown in the mainstream. Super cool. So this is just going to be a little mini episode where I got to sit down with three of the wonderful actors in the film. I spoke with Jim Rash, Dot Marie Jones, and Eve Lindley about their roles and their experience on set, their own queer history exploration, and what it means to them to be a part of this project. Enjoy the conversation, and please go see the film. Let me know what you think. Also, keep your eyes open for a fun little History is Gay Easter egg in the film. If you see it, tweet at me. Let me know. You could each give your your name and who you play in the film. Uh, Dot Marie Jones, and I play Cherry. I'm Jim Rash. I play Robert. I'm Eve Lindley. I play Tamara. I'm so happy to be uh, speaking with all of you. Hi. Hi. (laughs) It's nice to meet you. I got the opportunity to see the film at the San Francisco premiere at the Castro Theater after getting the wonderful opportunity to be one of the teeny tiny little researchers on the film. Um, oh, and no so, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I'm so happy that I'm getting to talk with the three of you who are representing the board members of the LGBTQIA plus museum. And I just wanted to have a few minutes to chat with you a little bit about some of the queer history elements of bros which is where my heart lies. And so how did each of you first hear about the film and what was the process of getting involved look like? Well, um, I I just did a regular old audition and it was with Gail Keller, who's such a great casting director. And I was really excited. I, I knew that the movie was about the community, but you know, I just thought it was funny to begin with. And I, I was thrilled to get to be a part of it. And it wasn't until later that I really realized how 
how much of the community would be present in it and then how much of the history and, you know, what a big deal this film actually ended up being. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think mine and, and, and Dot was there too, but in 2019, there was a read-through at the very beginning, maybe, I don't know what draft, but let's say it was very early draft <laughs> in, the, in the sense that they wanted to hear their words out loud. And we were attached or anything. We were just actors showing up to sort of help hear it out loud. And obviously, then a pandemic. And so everything's, you know, and so along the way, you know, then we find out that we will be at least one of the characters we were reading. And just at that moment, you just knew it was very funny. And it was as a script. But then as you found out that the casting was going to be completely LGBTQ plus, Mm -hmm. and, and that you knew that behind the camera as well. So it became something more special just as as we got to set and continued to be all the way to that first time I saw it, which was in Toronto. Yeah, like Jim said, we were at the table read and it's like, you know, there's something special in this. And even though we were reading these characters and different characters, and I know Jimmy read a few, but you don't realize how much of the community is represented until that we did a Zoom before we actually started filming and met in person, we did a Zoom. And it was overwhelming, the community representation, because I've been doing this 31 years, and I've played the lesbian, the biker chick, the dyke chick, the butch dyke, the you name it, I've played it. But to have such an impactful community by how many people were actually in one movie, not mm. just one episode or a scene here, a scene there, but all of us in one scene in the boardroom with everybody from, I mean, we were pretty much all represented there. <laughs> I mean, and it was probably one of the most, if not the funnest scenes that I've done were the ones in the boardroom. Right. And to not be the like token X, the token mm-hmm. queer person, the token, yeah. you know, right? to be to be in that community. How did that change the relationship kind of on set in terms of just being able to exist in that kind of space? And I don't know, how did it change the humor? Like, were you able to just have have a different sense of humor than you would on a set filled with a bunch of straight people? <laughs> <laughs> I think that what I'm realizing and just in talking about it is like, there's a lot of pressure when you are the I mean you know I'm happy to work always and if that means being the token then you know that's what it means but there's a lot of pressure when you are the token person of a community and you feel like you're representing the community and you want to do right by the community and so you you know in this case it was like there was just no pressure and I just could come and be funny and not have to worry about how it was being perceived or like you know if I was going to say the wrong thing and make this like person hate, you know, all trans people, you know, like, it it felt like maybe like what it's like for some other actors, you know, right. You knew the material, you were in very safe hands. You know, you knew Billy was coming, you know, you you didn't come to the table and, and question what you were doing because I think Billy at the same time and Nick at the helm and, and all of us in our own rights, but Billy in particular was very protective of us having fun with these characters, with us laughing with each other, uh, us poking fun, you know, at ourselves because mm. we understand ourselves better. But at the end of the day, we know that we love and support. You know, we can fight about about who's the loudest person in that boardroom. We can fight about who thinks that wing should be just about their letter. However, we know at, at the drop of a hat, we're by their side. We're, you know, that yes, yes, the tensions may be there, but that's just for the comedic, I think, element of the almost satirical in the sense that we're 
putting together a wing of a museum that's to support and love the history and us, <laughs> but we're fighting because we want to make sure that our history and our love and our voice are in the museum. Yeah. It's humor that feels in community. Yes. Very Absolutely. much a community uh, at its core community across the board. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say, we use the word community a lot because it's so, in a sense, inclusive and also specific. And if, I mean, when I say community, to me, it's synonymous with family. And that's mm -hmm. what I feel mm -hmm. with the dingalings that were in the boardroom because <laughs> I love them. <laughs> it's your chosen family. And it, sometimes your chosen family is from your community, you know? Definitely. Were you all uh, familiar with any of the queer historical figures that were mentioned in the script or were featured in the museum, on the set, before you worked on the film? Did you do any sort of exploration into those histories for your characters? I, I mean, I am so stupid. Uh, like, oh, no. Or not stupid. <laughs> but You're just you know, dumb. Don't say stupid. Yeah, just <laughs> ignorant. Just ignorant. But, you know, it's very few of these figures that I actually know about. I mean, I got to play Sylvia Rivera in a film by Tourmaline once, which was really exciting. And I got to like learn all about her at that moment. But when you're part of the queer community, you don't really get to learn your queer history which is something we tackle in the movie. And so it was kind of like a treasure trove of like, because, you know, sometimes I would Google before, but then sometimes it would be on set and I would be like, let me Google search who this person is that Dot's talking about. And it was amazing. Like just these figures that I can't believe I, that I had no idea. I can't believe I wasn't taught this by anyone. It really was on me to learn these people. Yeah, I think I I. I agree in the sense that it's an enlightening thing to be able to do this movie and reflect on it. Cause that's why I love that sort of, I, I don't know what, I'm going to give it away, but like towards the end of the movie to see this image, you know, through the camera, pretty much all that came before us mm. and to be hovering over uh, while we're celebrating that we are here dancing because of many, many that came before us. And the desire to learn more is another thing that I think that any movie like this, uh, you know, we certainly know that we are in an environment uh, of late where books are back on a list, schools are being questioned, and we obviously in the movie, you know, Billy was ahead of it, not really. I mean, it's probably an issue that's always been here, but to be able to show that through him talking to Amanda at the table about this very thing of being exposed and, and, and not just, or not just exposed, but just to have that readily available, to have the beauty of education from an early age when judgment has not entered the picture. So I, I real quick on the side thing is like recently I went back and watched Visible out, out on television, which mm -hmm. it does focus more on television and the history of, of inclusion within that, but it, it pairs it with history as well. So there's these wonderful opportunities out there for anyone to like dig deeper. You know, after, but go laugh at bros and then that, that'll inspire you to do that. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be your like foot in the, foot in the water and then. Foot in the water, entertainment. <laughs> now go, go learn something more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just kind of continuing on that, like, y I think Jim, you, you hit on it really strongly is we are in an environment right now where we're seeing these same tired arguments continue to come back up from, yep. uh, from, People who don't want to acknowledge that queer people exist now or queer people have ever existed. Why do you think it's important for people to be familiar with queer people in the past 
whether it be folks in our own community or something that really special that this film is getting the opportunity to do, which is go out to the mainstream. It's not just going to be queer people who go and see this film. It's right. going to open up so many wonderful avenues. Absolutely. And I think also open up so many more conversations that delve into the community. And also on this film, it's like, I mean, I'm 58 and 30 years ago, I wish we had this film to even get a fragment. And like Eve said, it's like our Jim and both said that we're, we weren't taught these things in history because, you know, like if you don't say it exists, it didn't exist. Well, you can't wish us away. Mm. We're here and we're not going anywhere. And we're going to be loud, proud and funny as hell if you go see this movie. <laughs> and I, it's just, again, I just hope it, it opens up conversation especially with the younger kids. I mean, certain age, but um, meaning that the films then are, um, <laughs> but it, it's just, it's important. It, it's important. The history in the past is important. And we probably didn't even, Billy didn't, they got so much information and a lot of it I had no idea about, but we're probably only scratching the surface. Imagine the ones that didn't have a chance to make history let alone, you know, tell their stories. And for us to be able to do this now is a gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. If I can just add, like, history is the foundation that we sit on, that we grow on, that we live on. And when you're taught sort of this revisionist, straight white history, you have no foundation, <laughs> you know, like there's nowhere to grow and to sit. And something that Billy did that I think is so brilliant and wonderful is like, not only did he, I think I've said it before, but it's like, this could have just been a movie about two gay men falling in love. And that would have been kind of still called groundbreaking. And it would have been great, but he lifted the whole community up with him by the way he cast everyone in the community. And then also he's doing things like I was so happy to see Harvey Firestein in the movie because Harvey Firestein is, you know, a historic, I mean, not, I'm not trying to call him old, but he's a historical <laughs> figure Hello. because, you know, he was doing this in the eighties and the nineties, you know, he is part of the reason that something like bros can exist. He's part of the reason why someone like Billy can have a career and for Billy to be like, you know, you're coming along with us, you know, mm -hmm. like you're in this movie too is, mm -hmm. is, I mean, you know, that's someone who knows their foundation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We need with him on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was very, I was very pleased. I, I knew it was coming in the, you know, in the, the script, but it was just really nice to, to see everything come together. It was also really special to see, you know, from the script to the screen. I was approached by, by Lisa Myers, the production designer, about, you know, doing a little bit of research. And I, I read the script and I howled laughing when I read that the main character is a queer history podcaster who is working for an LGBTQ history museum, yeah. which is my life. Uh, I do this podcast and I also work, and I also work for the GLBT Historical Society Museum in San Francisco. So it was oh very funny God. reading Amazing. the script, reading the script going, does Billy Eichner and Nick Stoller have a camera in my yeah. apartment. Is this what's <laughs> happening? Um, uh, well, I just, you know, wanted to thank all three of you for talking with me for a few minutes. And I just kind of wanted to finish with, do you have a favorite moment from making the film? Ooh, my, the board scenes are yeah. my favorite laughable moments. And then Billy's scene when he and Luke are in their scene up in P-Town, which made me cry like a baby. 
the community can't be anything but proud after seeing this. Yeah. I mean, certainly the heart was what I loved in watching the film after the fact, because you obviously only have my brain hearing it and the scenes we shot. And then while we were shooting, obviously the board scenes uh, were my favorite to do. Uh, but I will say because it was also within the walls of the of the museum that was doubling for us, what we shot, I did get to see the Deborah Messing moment from the monitors. Mm. I didn't get to see much outside of that, so it was all a gift when I saw the movie the first time. But to see that and then watch the in uh, on the screen, it was like as enjoyable as it was to watch the the meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> there's one scene where it's not the gala at the end, but there's like a, a smaller benefit that we do at one point that like Aaron comes to and we're all there. And that was one of the last things that we filmed in the museum. And yeah, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> there was a moment where we had so many delightful background actors who were with us for a lot of stuff and they were all great, but it was a late night, I guess, and Nick gave them the direction that they all had to like congratulate Billy as they walked by him. So during this one take, it was like he was swarmed. Swarmed. (laughs) Taking it literally. They were every single one of them. And then Nick was like, oh, maybe don't, you don't have to touch him. You could just like wave to him, say congratulations. But I think he was looking for, he was looking for more of a conveyor belt, like pass by, wave, (laughs) You know, but it was a it was a rugby just, uh, match. You know, like so <laughs> into the huddle, and then like, some, oh of them, God, that was... some of them forgot how to wave. I guess at one point, because then the the next take is just all these people being like, you know, like, <laughs> like Forrest Gump, yeah. uh, like three feet away from him. Yeah. The momentary like brain mush of oh god oh god oh god what should I do what should I do of being an extra. Yeah, and he's like trying to do a scene with Aaron, you know, with with Luke, and and it was just so funny. Everyone's like grabbing him. Oh my goodness! Well, I I'm looking forward to seeing any bloopers that end up coming out. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the film. It's wonderful that you worked on it. I I was very surprised to get a random email that was like, "Hey, I'm familiar with your podcast. We're covering a bunch of these people in the museum set design. Do you want to?" help out and was like wow give me the script i'm excited well yeah. you're in the bros community so yes thank, you. thank y'all for being a part of this i hope it does amazingly i'm very excited uh on the 30th to go and bring a bunch of my friends for the the wide release so absolutely Amazing. wonderful thank you good luck for the rest of the day i know you've got uh, a long one ahead of you <laughs> <laughs> thank All you right. so much sweetie bye folks thank you, bye bye